for deadline on Oak Street, Mile 3. Welcome to the housing market. I'm with Redfin, and I'm here to help. I need to sell my house. Great. Redfin charges a 1% listing fee when you buy and sell with us, which is more than half off the usual fee and saves you an average of $8,400. Oh, wow. Is that all? Uh, yep. I'm kidding. You had me at 1%. Want to win? Sell with Redfin. It's real estate done right. Bidding war at the offer's counter in five minutes. Average savings is Redfin refund plus 1% listing fee. Subject to minimums. Not available in all areas. Learn more at redfin.com. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing? As always during the pandemic, air quote, Saturday morning, <laughs> sir. There you go. There you go. Right now, we have, <laughs> taken, we have taken a hot tub time machine back to July 1996. We are wrestling Sting and the Macho Man, and, and, and Dusty Rhodes is waiting for us to bring in our third man. Ooh, ooh, the third man has joined the <laughs> chat, ladies and gentlemen. Friend of the program. You've heard him on the show plenty of times before. He is our good friend, Andrew Goldstein, former WWE writer, showrunner of Dark Side of the Ring Confidential, and just all-around good guy. Andrew, how's it going, yes. man? What's up, fellas? Um, as I was saying before we went live, I've been off the grid. Nobody, Not many people have heard me talk wrestling uh, for a while. I've had two kids in four years. so uh, Congrats. Lot, thank you. A lot going on in uh, in this house, but um, you know, you guys are special. Uh, you, I've I've been with you guys, or you guys have been with me since the beginning. So uh, you know, I'm ha- We do this every year. It's kind of a tradition. So I'm happy yes. to uh, to jump back on the. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't I don't have my usual. Uh, there's probably a couple matches on the card I know nothing about, but uh, <laughs> you know, we can we we can fake it. We can we can no, fake but it. This I, is what we do. No, but I think, like, I don't know why we love having you on, Andrews. I mean, you are the closest thing to a WWE source that we will ever have. So, yes. like, I don't know. Anything that you can, like, relate to, I don't know, the Sheldon Benjamin 2005 era. Like, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> no. All dead. <laughs> the gold standard? Let's, you know. <laughs> but before we get to the wrestling talk, you know, you are an OG trust the process guy. We got to talk oh, a little man. Sixers. We got to we got to talk a little basketball before we get into the wrestling stuff. Let me kind of let's go back into the time machine, not too far back, not as far back as Chris had. February tenth, when the, the Harden trade went down. Give me your initial reaction. Where were you? How did it go down when you heard about the James Harden? I don't know. I was I was probably giving my two month old at the time a bottle, but. I will say I'm, I've been, whereas like wrestling is sort of taken a backseat, all in on the Sixers uh, in terms of like my Google alerts uh, during the trade <laughs> deadline and my group texts with friends. And, you know, my I, I slipped the, you know, rights to Ricky Sanchez uh, podcast into my queue as I try to listen as much as possible, mostly after wins. I can't really handle it after losses. And um you know, I wasn't the biggest fan of like chasing James Harden. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all the other sort of adjacent deals, like the Therese Halliburton. Uh, <laughs> you know, he loved, deals. He, he loved his De'Aaron Fox. He was like, oh, well, De'Aaron Fox. I mean, that was my guy. That's like my favorite <laughs> one of my favorite players in the league. That's you know, to put him with Maxi, like all that speed to have one of those guys on the court at all times. Right. Like all right. you mm-hmm. know, to be able to get to the who, you know. 
the Sixers just have a deficiency of guys who can get to the basket. You know, it's like Maxi and nobody else. Like at this point, Harden's just looking to draw fouls. So right. uh, a guy like De'Aaron Fox actually interested me. But, um, I, I, you know, we'll move on to wrestling in a second. My biggest hot take is that um, Daryl Morey is a home run. He's a really good home run hitter, but he's, his on-base percentage stinks. Ah. And we saw last trade deadline, and we saw it again this trade deadline, nothing on the fringes, man. We're, our bench still stinks. It's still Korkmaz shake. It's still the poo-poo platter of Korkmaz and shake. <laughs> and, who, you know, whomever else. I mean, they added Niang, but that's it. I mean, right. to not be a, two years in a row to not just package two two second-round picks for Evan Fournier last year, went for two twos. And this year, I mean, name a holiday brother. He could have been <laughs> He could have been on the Sixers. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and um, to watch these guys, you know, to watch a guy like Alec Burks, who was here, like be dropping 30 for the Knicks. It's like, that's what we need on our bench. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you can throw uh, defensive stats at me, uh, you know, all day, but we need a microwave scorer. Mm-hmm. And it's been like, uh, you know, three GMs since, and nobody's gotten one. So, um, I think that's going to do us in in the playoffs. For for a no, guy who, for a guy who hasn't okay, been plugged sorry. into the to the to the basketball scene, I mean that's better sports analysis than you'll get if you turn on the radio. I mean nobody's going to rip Daryl Morey uh, in this <laughs> town. Maybe Howard Eskin, and that's it. But uh, you know, I I keeps it real. Yeah. No, I think no, I think like this comes back to last off season because I know that you are just immersed in 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 Ben pornography. But like I, I mean, like you could have done something other than sign George Niang and Drummond. Like I don't know, like you could have walked and chewed. Gu- like I felt that they just they really just sat on their hands and just said, okay, we need to resolve this Ben Simmons problem before we do anything. That's why I felt that before the trade, they were kind of just. And I think some of the quotes from from Sixers players was we kind of just like I don't know, not punted on the season, but we were just like, okay, let's just tread water until we make this trade and right now like i don't know you can't tell me that there wasn't a free agent out there in august that could have that could help this team right now i mean you know last year ben mclemore was available that's a guy that can get hot that's all i want is a guy who can get hot because Korkmaz is cooked basically sadly Mm -hmm. Shake, I mean, it drives me crazy that his Twitter handle is Sniper Shake, and he's <laughs> a sniper. And, it, you know, like I said, there's so many players that, like, you know, move to other teams. I mean, look at the, the whole Trailblazers roster are just guys they picked up off the street who are, you know, obviously they're getting major minutes, but, like, you're, you can't tell me that, that that whole, most of those sort of midseason signees couldn't have helped the Sixers. No, you're you're absolutely right, and we can talk Sixers all day. We we would if we had the time. But all about the fringes. That's what I'm mad about, and that's hey. what's going to kill us in the playoffs. You know, you're, now, you're absolutely right. Now, Edge, what is your what is your if the Sixers don't do this, I'm going to be like if they get don't get to X round, I'm going to be very upset. I mean, you know, it has to be one. It, it, they have to get to the Eastern Conference oh, okay. finals. Yeah. They have to. No, you're you know no. They have to they have to win two rounds in the playoffs with this team. Otherwise, I think we can all agree there'll be a failure. Yeah. You know, Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers, and something will probably change this all season. Um, we got to switch gears. Let's talk a little wrestling because again, this is why you're here. Wrestlemania season. Andrew Goldstein, <laughs> the, uh, the Immortals. 
<laughs> yeah. uh, television writer, television producer, and maybe at the highest level on our tiers of mage is here to talk some WrestleMania 38 with us. Um, obviously, again, let's not dance around it. The big match of the weekend, champion v. champion, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. We're all assuming Roman Reigns pulls this out, right, Andrew? Or is there something else going on, maybe? I mean, you, with Brock, you can't ever say anything definitive because Vince, at the last minute, could just say, you know, my <laughs> you know, like he did with with Undertaker. I mean, that was like a it's it from all the stories, it, it was a last minute call. Right. Um, the thing about Brock is because he's a part time player, he can go. You know, any other person facing Roman Reigns loses that match, and then it, the question is always, what do you do with them? You got to drop them down to the mid card, like Drew McIntyre. Brock is never going to drop down to the mid card. He's just going to go away. And that's sort of a safety net for his booking because you can every once in a while put somebody over Brock and he'll just go away. And then six months later, he'll come back and he'll be just as hot. Right. So it doesn't do any, it doesn't hurt anybody's standing to put Roman to, to have Brock lose, even though he's like the hottest baby face in the company right now. I mean, let, I mean, let's be real. Babyface Brock with a microphone has been like the most watchable thing WWE is putting out this year mm -hmm. or has put out this year rather. Mm -hmm. um, and, but all of that said, this is the Roman show, the, the WrestleMania, you know, the second night, Sunday night's going to go off the air with Roman holding two titles, you know, cue the pyro point to the sign, the whole deal. So now, uh, oh, no, oh, sorry. no, now I know that like, I don't know, like I feel that it just feels like, I don't know for years wwe's just been missing a big thing like i don't know i feel that like i don't know this main event is big like i don't know like it, it's a trap like and that, that has a lot to do with roman who should get i don't know their flowers for this kind of turn like i don't know it, it, is it roman is it is it paul Heyman? is it every like is it bruce pritchard who who, who should get credit certainly for not bruce uh <laughs> i love bruce i'm just kidding uh, I think it's Roman. I mean, that dude, if you watch, um, if you, you know, I've seen, I ended up catching some of the WWE evil. The new, yes, that was the new, a great episode. Roman episode. And, he, you know, him and, you know, his cousins, too, they talk about how Roman left with, you know, when his leukemia um, came back. And he came back sort of a different guy in terms of, like, I'm – I'm going to do this and, and, you know, booking and pre-written promos and, you know, the whims of Vince aside, like I'm going to be a different guy um, starting now. And he came back and he was serious and he had, he had an edge and he had like a, he put that Southern twang on his promos <laughs> and, he, you know, and he, he started talking like we presume, you know, Joe Anoya, Anoya talks in real life. And that's when it clicked. I mean, that's the first time it felt authentic. It didn't feel like Vince was putting words in his mouth. The creative team was putting words in his mouth. And it clicked. That's why he's the best heel in the business right now. Um, and, you know, it's, it's some of the best work. You know, it's like on one hand, you can rip WWE, you know, seven ways to Sunday for all kinds of decisions this year. But the thing that they've done best has been incredible. Which is basically Vince's mo is he pays attention to the main event ninety nine percent of his you know brain power and the rest goes to everybody else on the on the roster 
And he's done a great job in, in keeping that title on Roman, keeping mm-hmm. him strong, building him, building him up with his cousins, putting him with Heyman, and just sort of and letting him be him, letting him drive the bus. So what you're saying is he's Daryl Morey of WWE. Got it. <laughs> uh, Vince also not so good on the fringes. Just fire. <laughs> No, that's the thing. Vince doesn't doesn't know what the mid level exception is. Like I don't no. know. He just no. He's no. like he just doesn't. Oh, sorry. Anymore. I just thought of another thing. Like, why is Dan- Danny Green survives the the, 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 <laughs> the like you couldn't flip that contract for somebody mo- that that could get you, that could you know get you twenty points off the bench or fifteen points off the bench. Like I'm so sick of like two for eight from three. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. No, so Dan, no, Dan, no. This is why we have you on. You, you I just remember Danny Green's on the Danny. team, and it like it, it made me so upset. No, Danny, Danny Green ruined parlays for me for a good month of the season. So I've officially, as as you have, kind of forgotten he's on the team every now and then until he makes like some crazy the oh. the one the one the one game where he has like two three pointers, and it's like oh Danny Green's here again. You know Th- this right here. This is all due to Danny Green. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, let's get back to wrestling a little bit. Um, got two guys who are better than Danny Green, of course, facing each other this uh, Sunday night, uh, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. We're, again, working under the assumption that Le- uh, Reigns is going to be the unified champion. I assume he has both belts and walks around with two belts. Does the unified champion thing last past Sunday, or do they kind of split this up and kind of, you know, maybe have a tournament or something else for, for I mean... the belts? You know, it's it's a seesaw. It's, they go from unifying the titles to separating the titles to you know separating the brands to unifying the brands to right. you know. There's no consistency. Uh, I don't have a great answer for that. I think because they're making a big deal out of um, unifying the titles, it'll be that way for a while. But again, they have two shows on two huge channels. It's a it's five hour, what is it? Six hours, five hours of live programming a week. Like they need, you know, it feels like you need a world champion on each show. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think you could get by and, and sort of elevate the US title or the intercontinental title. But what are um, those titles? I don't, I've never heard of those titles before. I know, right? They're barely, <laughs> is, are they even being defended on WrestleMania? No, they're, they're not, they're not. defended on SmackDown. Yeah. So I think it'll last for a while, but as you you know, it's at the whims of um, sort of Vince McMahon and the hierarchy. And you know, Fox isn't Fox. I guess if Roman wins, Fox has the world champion. Like, what what do you do on Raw? Right. You know. No, it's no, it's a, it's a, it's a really deep question. I think you're right. I think since they're making a big deal out of this, they'll probably kind of just go with this for a few months until. Again, it doesn't make sense, or you can't have Roman on both shows every single week, and then you kind of split it up again. But I mean, I fantasy yeah. book, it'd be great to have Jericho come back, who was the last unified, you know, world champion. Or and no, I think Daniel Bryan was right. Daniel yeah. Bryan, right? Yeah, but yeah. Jericho uses it. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, he's talked about <laughs> it for a decade, so it'd be great to see Jericho versus Roman Reigns. But that's sort of the dream world at this point, though. You never know. Now, now, and if you had the book. Just put yourself in this portal. Who is there a person like I don't know, just off your hand, off your knowledge of WWE, whatever it is, who are you putting over on Roman? Because right now he's on this eventually this to take the title off. For, let's say Roman wins on Sunday. Who eventually? Yeah. Because right now he's 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 in mid eighties Hulkamania territory. I yeah. like I, I like this is Bob Backlund. 
Yeah, no, go. yeah. They're, they're mentioning it with Pedro Morales. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Austin Theory. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, it's a good question. I mean, look, you see Kevin Owens being rewarded for his loyalty by getting the, the you know, the, the much anticipated everybody wanted it, the, the you know, the match with Austin. Right. So obviously KO is in a great place, but he does shade more. He's more heel um, to, to go back and try to make him a baby face again. I'm not sure, but you know, I just think KO has been doing great work. I think the answer is probably Babyface Seth, mm -hmm. if they can get there. Or I mean, are we talking? Oh, this is a nice segue, and probably our next question is his mystery. Get his mystery. Uh, 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 well, yeah, returning Babyface Cody, perhaps. But I think you're going to see Cody uh, next to Roman, and you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, I remember Cody's." In the <laughs> you know, I love, um, I love. Believe me, I'm, my dog's name is Dusty. Like I am the biggest Dusty Rhodes Rhodes family guy. Um, jury's still out on what they. You know, I don't have confidence in in Cody being able to to write his own ticket when he gets mm -hmm. to WWE. I think. You know, there's the meme going around of like, hey, boss, now that, you know, I've had a long time to think about what I want to do with my character. And this, this is what I was thinking. And then you cut to Vince and it's like, you're Stardust, pal. <laughs> you know, like, I don't have confidence that they're going to let him be do his thing, do his sort of American nightmare thing. So mm -hmm. um, it'd probably be too wrestling for, for Vince anyway. So Cody's a good answer. I think because of the work that Seth has been doing, um, and the character development, and he's getting shots on t the Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon. Right. You know, he he's getting to that level. Um, that character might be too hot to turn him babyface at this point, but I think a babyface version of that character could be money. So my answer is probably Roman Seth by next year. At like really like tell that whole story. So I, I think for us, because we've kind of fantasy booked this 8,000 ways ourselves, for us, that's probably the plan B option. Of course, plan A option is placing the call to Roman's cousin, The Rock, and have the huge well, blowout. Sure, I, I didn't go there, but that's yeah. that's literally, that's, you know, the Scrooge McDuck vault full of money. No, but is that but is that good booking? Like, I don't know. Like, this is why we oh, have... This story is incredible. Like, no, but I feel like... And this is the dynamic of just wrestling conversation is part timers versus like I, I like there's I, I feel that like I don't know you can't just say you can't give part timers the belt or like I don't know part timers don't deserve like I, I mean because that's the story like I don't know because well I mean, you know first off to tell that story of like you you know I've been watching for two years you say you're the head of the table well you know taking yeah hello like you know I'm it, I bought the table. You know, and like, you know, I'm the guy, you know, so to have Roman versus and you can put rock over, have him do a couple raws and then give somebody the rub and they they, they beat rock. Mm -hmm. um, now, 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 do you think that rock is, is much, committed? They can, get, yeah. they can get rock out of all of his commitments and get right. him to next year's WrestleMania. Or go to like, just do like four Saudi events and you've already paid. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's, I wasn't even thinking on that level, but that is obviously, that's the, that's the, that's the money. Yeah. But I think they can get Seth to a point where, I mean, there's, there's enough story there. And Seth is like on a level, he's, he's approaching a level where it could work. No. And of course you have that holster story that 
Roman's yeah. never beat Seth one on one, you know, like in the ring. So again, you can kind of draw that out and, and make that work. I think that makes a lot of sense. No, yeah. but I um, think that's like I don't know the 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 bet like it's not like that's how a booker like like I don't know like that's how like I don't know that's the organic story to tell because you've been telling that story for yeah. almost what a lot ten years. And they can go away from it and come back and, and yeah. do it short term or do it long term, um, but um, yeah, it's uh, Roman. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how long they keep the title on Roman past yeah. Mania, and also obviously, you know, WrestleMania has turned into this thing where like plot doesn't really happen anymore on Mania. You have it's 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 raw the next night where like this the script flips and, and all the new stuff happens. That's why I kind of think, I mean, I'm jumping ahead, but that's why I kind of think they're swerving us with Seth's opponent. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be somebody like, I think there's a chance, I'm not going to predict this, mm-hmm. but I think there's a chance it's a swerve and it's like a repackaged Elias who comes Ooh. out and shocks Ooh. Seth. And then you come back the next night on Raw, he gets his heat, you know, Seth gets his heat back, but then out comes Cody and you're off to the, you're kind of off to the races and mm. Elias is, is sort of reborn and, and, and uh, you know, that he was sort of a decoy as they did with Cena and Taker. So right. I think there's a chance of that. Um, Cause again, they don't really do plot too much on mania anymore. No, that's a, that's where's a Elias point. been? Where's Elias been for the last two years? He's been like, walking in the forest, uh, trying to find himself. Is <laughs> this is what I like. I don't know. And like, this is just the, the mind of just a regular what are these guys doing? Like, I don't know. And like, I don't know. Like, before they're just collecting cuts, a paycheck, dude. It's like, it, it's, that's it's the dream. wild. <laughs> that's the dream, right? That's the, that's the American dream. No, no, it really is. Um, and he's waiting for that email from creative. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about the women's side of the house for a little bit. Um, we have, I guess, pretty much a, a dichotomy on that side because you have a super hot feud between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. And then you have a kind of a lukewarm, maybe even cold feud with Ronda Rousey and, and Charlotte Flair. Let's talk about the Rousey-Flair uh, match for a second. Is it just a, like fans just don't care about Ronda Rousey? Is it bad mic skills? Like, what do you think is the, the problem there? I just think there's no connection. Yeah. It's just she's not able to emote in a way that connects her to the audience. I don't think they care about her. If she wins or loses, I don't think, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think her, you know, her status from MMA is so long ago. And when she left MMA, she, her star had kind of faded, right? right she, right. she got, she got beat. So I just don't, I mean, it's a combination of, I just don't think they, she's done enough or she, I don't think she has it in her to play, to play the part of the, the sort of elevated version of yourself that they always talk about is, is, is necessary to be a WWE superstar. I don't think she has that next level, that next gear. Mm-hmm. Obviously she's physical and obviously her shirt kind of looks real, but mm-hmm. it, she doesn't connect. No, she, no, she, I think that's, oh, no, sorry. Like yeah. now on the flip side, is there just like, is, is the Charlotte Flair just have this entitled vibe? To, like, because I feel that like, just natural talent she's i mean not even with women like men she's like i mean she's obviously rick player's daughter but i feel like i don't know she's been for years just like floating and i don't like and like i like she didn't like she was kind of like the like the third wheel and like that becky ronda main event like i like i just 
I just don't know whether she has, I don't know, like capped her potential in WWE. It's the classic case of she's too good. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and so they put titles on her and they take titles off her and then they put titles back on her and they take titles off of her and, and none of it, means anything i mean she's a 13 time right. women's champion and not, she is what does it mean what does it, what does it mean yeah <laughs> none of it means and you know i say this a lot and you know it sucks that this is a truth about wwe but the best thing you can do when you're a character like that is get injured and go away for six months go away for eight months but she's just i mean to her credit she's been there day in day out during the yeah. pandemic kick you know storylines to storyline dominating but that gets tired after a while and it's like how how many times can you put it's just like it's just like rick at the end towards the end of his career it's like how many times do you put the title on him take it off him you know put it back you know put it back on him take it off i mean rick just didn't really work dropping down to the mid card and i don't think charlotte works you know working up they tried it with tony storm and they tried it with with other you know lower tier it just never works because she's so good. I mean, that- See, this is why you could just put on the two, three and just put the jersey on and drop 50. Because, like, I don't know, these are just thoughts that, like, no mere mortal on the internet can have, Andrew. I, okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I haven't been complimented like that in years uh, in my life, but I appreciate it. No, I mean, it's just a shame. It's, it's, I mean, before the work Randy Orton has done this year by, like, a- accepting the role of, RK bro, which he's been awesome. Right. And Randy, that was called Randy Orton syndrome for years was just like, yo, we need Randy to go away for like eight, nine months and come back fresh. Um, Kane, it happened to Kane. It happened to big show. I mean, that was kind mm-hmm. of for other reasons, but like it happens to these guys and there's, you know, there's two shows and there's a lot of places for these guys to, to work. And there's a lot of, there's too many titles and, a lot of it doesn't mean anything when you start flip-flopping titles. I mean, that's another reason yeah. why what they've done with Roman has been so effective is they've committed to keep the title on them. I mean, that's the only way it's in 2022 with everybody being cynical. The only way it mean, a title means anything is if you keep it on somebody. Right. Um, so I just, you know, it's, it's really, I hate saying it, but like she needs to go away. <laughs> for us to there again. No, I mean, like, isn't this like, I don't know, she wasn't lukewarm, but I mean, the pop that Bailey's going to get after she comes back is going to exactly. be massive. Exactly. I mean, talk about I'm making good points. That's 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 the definition of everything I'm saying. Is you go away. Sadly, you have to rehab and you're injured, but you come back. And I mean, Bailey's going to be so super over. Yeah. No, and I think like that's the whole like formula. Like injured plus the the raw after mania or the smackdown it, after mania yeah and then it's like it doesn't even have to be because of an injury like wwe should just recognize that and be like you know what these eight you know here you eight performers you've been great like go take a vacation go rest yeah. bodies <laughs> and come back and we'll repay you know you'll come back and you'll be huge we're talking with andrew goldstein television writer producer wrestling um savant if you will um we have a ton of other matches we're not gonna get to all the matches on the card but Obviously, there's a Johnny Knoxville match, which I'm sure you're looking forward to, a Pat McAfee match, a Logan Paul match, uh, but actually other good matches as well, AJ Styles, Edge. Um, is there anything else on the card that's kind of that kind of jumps out at you as something that you're looking um, forward to? Honestly, obviously, Austin KO, right. like 1A beyond Roman. No, why is it, like, no, what is it about a guy like that 
19 that. years. It's, he's oh, the okay, biggest so. star aside from, I mean, he's, you can make the argument bigger than Hulk Hogan. So like to come back 19 years later, he's not broken down in the way that Hulk Hogan was when, you know, the a million times he tried to come back. So like Austin stayed away, kept his word for 19 years and to come back in Texas, you know, that's his state. He's the Texas rattlesnake to come back and, and then a guy who's like beloved by not just like current WWE fans, but like he has indie cred to like that dude gets his mat, gets the one match in 20 years with Austin. It's, I mean, it's so meaty. There, there's so much on the bone there. Um, I don't care if it's just a KO show and a stunner and, and that's it. But totally. if you listen to Austin on the, on, on Dan Patrick show and all the press he's doing, he's wrestling a match. So they, they can promote it anyway. They oh want. man, I'm excited. But, no, like I... but to your original question, I think the Pat McAfee thing, like, you know, we debate it all the time on my text chain about like, if he's annoying or if he's great. And it's like, I don't like, he's as, he's as watchable as almost anybody on the roster. He's a better promo than most anybody. Um, mm -hmm. I'm excited to watch him work again. His match with Adam Cole was great. Yeah. Like the last good match Adam Cole has had, shots fired. <laughs> Um, <laughs> see, see, now I have to ask you, since we, you know what? Wait, I would have to do a swerve because we have, me and Roy have this offline chat that we can never publish about that other federation that I don't know. Like, I've been watching wrestling for 30, a long, a long time. I cannot get into it, Ange. It's what is, what's the missing link? Am I just not the demo? I, Am I not a mark? This is, so, this not... is such a loaded, hard thing <laughs> to do quickly. I think um, they do some good things. Here's the thing. I'll give them one big compliment. Every time you tune in, you get at least one sort of jaw drop little moment. Mm -hmm. And they've been really consistent and good with that. Mm -hmm. um, they make a lot of mistakes. It's a very sloppy show. Uh, you see the next day after every dynamite, there's like memes and like there's, botches. Whole, there's whole Twitter accounts about like the botches. Yes. They, they have dudes that weigh less than me, like, you know, in the main event yeah. um, and all kinds of, you know, and just like Tony Khan has a surprise. Tony Khan has a surprise. <laughs> Tony Khan has a surprise. Like, you know, like, and, and then they make some sort of like logical booking, uh, booking one or one mistakes, but I just, it, there's competition. There's a show on Wednesday night that's not WWE. It, I get excited to watch it. Um, you know, for another day, we can sit and, and nitpick AEW. But I did want to I did want to tell you guys a really funny story because you guys are checked into uh, Philly Media. I, yes. did, I did Jody Mack's uh, late night show on WIP on Monday. And um, first of all, it's such a thrill. Jody's literally my sports, sports talk radio like my favorite since I was a kid, Jody, mm -hmm. Mac, do me a favor, Mac and Mac. <laughs> um, such a thrill, but he always throws me a curveball and not on purpose because he has such weird, like old guy rest, um, wrestling takes. Uh -huh. So we're talking and he's like one match that uh, I'm really looking forward to. And I'm thinking it's going to be like Edge AJ or something. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't, I'm just, I'm so excited. I can't wait for Drew McIntyre, happy Corbin. And I was like, <laughs> 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 I'm so taken aback. I think my answer must. I, I think I don't even know what my answer was. I was so just like dumbfounded, and I had no. I, I had it was late, and I was tired, and uh, I probably just like. I think I said, "Oh yeah, it's too hot. It's a big hoss fight." Too, you know, <laughs> but like, it was just so funny. 
that it's just a chat, like an old guy take. Oh my no, God. but I mean, like how, like, how great of it is that, like, a guy that you listen to as a Best. as a young Ange is asking you to come on his radio. That's like, got to be a, a Jody Mac is like texting me. You know, you want do you want to talk? You know, I think I was supposed to do the recap like the Monday after, and mm-hmm. I got it wrong. And I texted him like quarter of, and I was like, "Hey, we good for midnight?" And he texted me back. He was like, "Oh, we were supposed. I thought we were doing." next monday but if you want to come on barrett brooks fell asleep and uh i have a hole in it so like it's just it's just such a real i mean i'm a kid from bucks county like you know went to sleep with like a little with like wip playing so um to to, and jody like jody mack was just so uh, just such a big part of my uh my childhood it's 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 a thrill every time he dms me or or texts me so so um, yeah. Unfor- unfortunately, we will not be doing our next hit from the McDonald's at the Berlin Circle because it's not there anymore. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> Mike but, and Mike uh, from Giro's on the uh, <laughs> Northeast. The, the, By the way, I had no idea Jody was a wrestling fan. I, huge, like, I yeah. feel he's huge. Yeah, he's that, huge. Like, I yeah. had no idea. I mean, I listened to Mac and Mac every day as a kid. Like, I, I mean, Mac. Like, well, you know, they just, for years, it was like verboten to bring up wrestling on WIP. I mean, when I was really a kid they had wrestling radio on saturdays with joe, joel goodhart and then that went away and then never again until spike god bless him uh he had the overnights and we just started started tweeting back and forth about wrestling he was into wrestling at the time and i was just like yo if you ever want if you ever want a wrestling expert on your show like let's do it and he you know he brought it back and then spike got the pen there you know he got the book right and uh, you know, made it happen on sort of a consistent basis. But then, and then when Spike kind of got off, you know, went away from being on air, he he kind of handed me off to Jody, which was just you know the best. That's so, awesome. Anyway, yeah. quick, I, I diverted there, but it I is. <laughs> I thought you guys would appreciate that story. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, we absolutely. He does agree. it to me every every hit with him. He picks up <laughs> the one match I don't care at all about. <laughs> Uh, I do want to put a bow note the WrestleMania talk. I want to ask you, um, maybe again, you can pull the book out, the fantasy book for WrestleMania 39. Not sure how plugged in you are at NXT these days, NXT 2.0, I should say these days. But is there anybody on the roster down down in NXT who you think might have that superstar potential? For, I mean, to be a obviously, yeah. Ron, I mean, if they, I just can't, I'm sure you've seen me tweet, but like the name kills me. I can't, <laughs> I, I, you know, and there's all this whole like, narrative on twitter like you know it's the wrestler not the name it's like no guys it's kind of the name like yeah on breaker like it's you had his dad rick steiner come out his dad's going into the hall of fame like acknowledge it you acknowledged it with randy orton you acknowledge it with charlotte flair you acknowledge it with with um natalia you yeah. you know roman reigns <laughs> you you, you've started to acknowledge it with roman reigns even though he has that fakakta name <laughs> and it's just like it just it's so arbitrary when they decide not to do it like they ruined curtis act they they ruined you know um joe hennig they gave him that awful name I and mean, never Cody, cody's first run i i i mean like cody they, like they, they let him do it and it's just like it it just drives me crazy i think they would make obviously they're trying to protect the the money that they could make with these guys by owning right. the name yeah but i think they ultimately they would come they, they would make just as much money 
if they embraced the name and 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 told those stories and let and let those dudes like really get over as a second or third generation guy. I, I agree with that. So um, Bra- yes, I think Bra- Braun Breaker is great, um, and uh, I like uh, there's somebody who else do I like? Oh, I like that the the the, the brothers, the tag team, the the sort of amateur guys. Oh, uh, oh. Uh, the Creed brothers. They're with uh, yeah. Those are those yeah. dudes are cool. Uh, are you know, okay it, with the with the way that they've evolved NXT? I feel like I don't know, like once like there was this shift that well, Vince it's was tired of it being Ring, Ring of Honor. Like, like, like Ring of Honor when I was there, it's like you know you're try, you you're working your ass off to get these home these like new talents over, and then all of a sudden it's like all right, we're bringing Cena over to to wrestle Batista, and it's like okay, and you know they bring Dolphin. And it's been great. It's been sort of a shot in the arm to, to NXT 2.0. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just think they're all over the place and they're using like traditional booking on like on that show to try to save it. And I'm not the biggest fan of I don't like the presentation at all. It, it feels like it's taking place at a Dave and Buster's. <laughs> That was yeah. It doesn't feel big. That was that's the thing about same thing with AEW. It feels a, a bigger than NXT, but it it doesn't feel like major. Like like it's like a thousand people. In this, if that and in this I don't it's, look, I don't disagree with the decision to like go away, move away from indie stars. I don't disagree with that. But also, it's like you have a guy wrestling in a varsity, you know, college sweater, and you have a and it's like, come on, dude, it's twenty twenty two. Like, what what are you doing with this guy with the sweater and like? The other guy, you know, like that other like preacher guy wrestles in. I just don't like wrestlers who wrestle in regular clothes and not, you know, wrestling attire. So any of those dudes, I, they'll never, you know, it doesn't work for me. So like, it, you know, that guy's wrestling in in like khaki pants and like Skechers, and it's like <laughs> it doesn't work for me. So so not a big Happy Corbin Madcap Moss guy is what, is what you're telling us. No, I mean, what about Madcap Moss's character leads you to believe he should wrestle in um, Boys to Men? <laughs> why? I get that that's sort of his style, but then when it's time to wrestle, like put put on some wrestling attire. Like, why does he have to wrestle in suspenders and khaki shorts? I don't. I just, I just don't get it. I mean, he looks great, and he's the brother of the Eagles uh, linebackers coach, so maybe right. he can get them to draft the linebacker in the first round <laughs> to talk about because I, I have those takes but uh, um, uh, I don't know it's a tough I don't I just don't like the presentation it's too light there's too many lights on mm. the pro the promo stink for the most part <laughs> I love Champa though he's literally yeah, I mean even you take the main roster and, and 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 NXT together and you ask me who are like my what's my like top six Champa's mm-hmm. in there. That dude looks incredible. If yeah. I mean, he should be cast in every Game of Thrones derivative there is. <laughs> and he and he's cut. And I don't, you know, if if he can't wrestle every night, that's okay. Yeah. I just there's so many matches to have with that dude. I, I'm yeah, I'm just a big mm-hmm. fan of that guy. Oh uh, no, we're we're both big big Champa fans. Have been have been since the uh, uh for for years now. Um, yeah. No. No. Because Roy was the one that introduced me to NXT, and like I don't know, like, like, and I got into it late, and I became like a massive Adam Cole fan. And in AEW, he's been terrible, like, terrible. like unwatchable. It's just there's some. It's so funny. It's it's 
there's for all the you can rip WWE and the presentation and how they how they operate, but like you see a guy like that who like they made look mage, and then he goes to AW and he's left to his own devices and he just yeah. goes back to being like a you know 185 pound indie guy, <laughs> and you know his song still rules, but like it's just not something's cool. missing. Something is amiss. Like I don't know. Like like I don't know. Like what the difference is between like I don't know the way well he's trying like, to be a you know what it is he's trying to be a tough guy in AEW and it's like dude you the now the, the ring announcer just said you you weigh below <laughs> 200 pounds but in WWE they didn't make him be a tough guy they had right. him be a right and be they they made him be sorry to use that word that's they, good I got it they uh, <laughs> they let him I got you know I'm into they they let him <laughs> They let him be a, you know, uh, they let his running buddies do his work for him. And that's how you build a heel. But then he, he goes to AW and like, he's trying to be muscle. Yeah. No, the, the Adam Cole character doesn't work like, like you said, as a solo guy and not being like the head guy in the NXT yard. This is a different, this is a different, I don't know, chemistry. Um, in NXT, but he, in he, he, his leather jackets are lame. They're like leather. <laughs> oh, no, they're terrible. I don't like they're that terrible. either. Oh, oh man. Boom. You know. We're talking okay. with we're talking with Andrew Goldstein, uh, television I, writer. I save all these hot takes for you guys. I, I don't well, really we appreciate do it. I don't well, do this on other shows. We appreciate it. Um, we do want to because you told me before when I was technically I was going back and forth with you in the DMs. You told me before. Save some time to talk about food. We got to do it. I assume you have questions for us. I this have is really all you. I care about. I'm I happy to talk Sixers and Eagles and stuff, but yes. like food, I need, I, dude, I need to go to Angela. I talk about it at least three times a week. I mentioned it to my wife. She's probably sick of it. I need to go to Angelo's in Philadelphia. He is the Angelo's guy. Now, how this is often the man. are you in like the air? Like, how often do you? I'm not. The air? Sadly, oh, I not. need, I, you know, again, like, pandemic slash the two, kids no two no kids. like i mean like, my family's the there like I, I need to i need like 48 hours in philadelphia just i need because i i need the cooper just remember, i need the cooper sharp cheesesteak yeah but I no, also, no like but i no. also need to eat the try the pizza so like i yeah no you need two things you need the upside down john which is like which weighs as much as adam cole does like i, I mean it's like it, it's what massive. is that again it's called the upside down joint. It's like a, it's like a massive XL Sicilian. It's like thirty five dollars. Yes, 100%. and then like the cheesesteak, like the cheesesteak with Cooper Sharp. But let me things, ask you a question. Here's yep. my question. I watched the F that's delicious from, from you know in Philly, and they went to Angeles, and they went to that room upstairs. Do you know anything about that room? Is that like, I, can you rent that out? Philly, all I know is Philly Twitter like hangs out there. Like I don't know, like I don't know. There are people on Philly Twitter that like rent it out, and that's I, what, I, I have no idea. You must need to know Danny. That like, to me, that's an person. NFT. Like that's that's, <laughs> you know, that's what I need in my life. If you, if anybody wants to get me a gift, it's like hook me up. <laughs> I want that. No, I don't know. Like, see, I don't know. That's got to be like you got to be like plugged in. You yeah. gotta like I don't know know okay. someone who knows someone. So Angelo's is like top one through five of like the things I need to eat in Philly. But like you know barbacoa, what is it? South Definitely Philly barbacoa. barbacoa. Like, yeah, that, that's probably old at this point, but like that's on my list. Um, and then, I know you're a burger guy. I know I, I dude, know you the whole. I, there's so every couple weeks they put out an article of like here are the top fifteen burgers in Philly, and I always flag it. I read them, and it's like punk and. Um, 
a couple of, and it's just like, they're all on my list, but like, I don't know when I'm going to get to them, but you know, you guys tell me what, what's the good, what's the good one. I mean, back when I was in Philly, it was like Rouge, but that's like old school, right? Yeah, no, I feel like, I don't know, like, I, honestly, the last couple of years have kind of put like, uh, like a hiatus on like dining and, 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 and pot and podcasting sure. about it. But I think like, I don't know, Punk's very good. That's on Passyunk. Like, I don't know. Um. I always say Rouge is good. Uh, what's that? Uh, butcher Bar. I, yeah, butcher. I, I, yeah, butcher. Yeah, butcher. Yeah, butcher Bar. Yeah, butcher yeah, Bar is good. See, I don't even know about that. So that's good. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, no. Like I'm like I don't know. Like I always like the butcher and singer bar, but like a burger. But no, man. Like I don't know because I feel like I don't know. We're all coming out of like hibernation. So like I, I mean like yeah. And there's the like things. a new Tacanelli's in South Jersey, which like yeah. my brothers in Voorhees. So like that's a, that's like in the back of my head. Like next time I go to this <laughs> house, like I need to I old school Tacanelli's. But like you know, I think Roy, I hit you. Um, I mm-hmm. did Betty uh, like two Thanksgivings ago, and that was probably the last time I ate like that kind of food in Philly. So I'm super behind the eight ball. Like I said, and I think about Angela's like three times a day. <laughs> I just need, I just need it in in my life. The Instagram is 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 just oh, like it's crazy. Ridiculous. No, no, but just remember, you gotta call. There's no like I don't know, like and you need cash, like I don't know, and like um, if you see a line, don't be alarmed. Like it, it's yeah. I mean, I'll be things. I'll be DMing both of you if if I do know that Fair I'm there to like <laughs> give me all of the information of like how to do it. Because... No, I will seriously like order it for you, and you can demo me back. Just tell me what you won't even do that for me. No, like, you, you didn't produce the plane ride from hell. Like I, like I wish you had. Like I don't know time to talk about. I had Woodrow. Like I had Woodrow's uh, a few summers ago. That's pretty good. I, I'm a big Jim's fan. Oh, yeah, Jim's yeah, no. can't go wrong. Here's a fun story. For my wife's birthday, I had a task rabbit in Philly pick up two Del Sandro's. Um, oh wow! With with cheesesteaks wow. and drive them 90 minutes to where I am in Jersey. Um, That's impressive. So it was now like, was that your move? Now was that your regular cheesesteak move? A whiz with? Yeah, you know it's so funny. I've evolved because when I was a kid, I was like pizza steak like all day, <laughs> every day. And then in college, probably the same too. And then as I've gotten older, it's just like oh, I want the real deal. And I really got into the original, which is like the hot whiz so good and you know like del sandros does it right and those came like they were still warm wow they stadium wrapped it (laughs) that's impressive that's impressive three hundred dollars you're like 250 dollars to get those two up here with the test route but it was a good gift yeah Um, my wife was really excited and we we had uh we had two cheesesteaks so that's 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 the kind of stuff you got to do for your wife like after a while like you know you always you, you have enough you know Jewelry well, she and things like it that. during the pandemic like you yeah. know what i'm really craving and so i kind of like logged that and and you know made you know thank god for services like uh task rabbit but That's this nice awesome. really nice girl like drove them all the way up here and, and um you know the whole deal so um and you know and it kills me to, you know all my friends are like in dallas and obviously yeah. you go to wrestlemania and there's like wale mania and there's all these like other adjacent events and then you, you surround that with like getting food you know these it's become like wrestlemania festival yeah and so i i just love i used to love those trips just for the food in the different cities so i'm i'm i, I can't eat as much as i used to uh i don't mm-hmm. i don't have that game anymore but i still think about it and want to do it and, and um love talking about all the new spots but philly's blowing up man 
Well, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I have to ask you though, because I gotta turn the tables around on you, because I'll probably be going to New York in the next couple of months you know, at some point. Any suggestions for restaurants, Lower East Side, maybe Midtown Manhattan that I should check out? Well, I'm out of the city, but you know, I still keep my uh, yeah, you, you know, my yeah. burger fingers are on the pulse. But yeah. there's two places in the East Village um, for burgers. One is Seventh uh, Street, which is basically okay. just like two little tables and it's a counter, and it's mm-hmm. like the just quintessential hot, like messy smash burger. Nice. So Seventh Street, I think they opened a second one in the West Village, but go to the original Seventh okay. Street. Just, it was so tasty. And then the other place in what's called Essex Market is a place called Mighty's, and you should follow them on Instagram because they post on fire. Uh, Mighty's um, is just that's like the new hot burger spot. Awesome. I knew awesome. you'd be on the Instagram, the food Instagram genre because oh, yeah, I don't know, like, like those, like like Angelos, like you said, like I don't know, that's just that's just like free advertising crazy. every time they post a picture. I mean, Cooper Sharp is like legendary amongst my friends, like you know, spending summers <laughs> at like you know, Margate Longport, like going to the deli and getting Cooper Sharp, like it's legendary. So that the fact that they like put it on a cheesesteak is, I need to, tr- I just need to try it in my life. I need it. <laughs> so good it, re- it really is good um and i know you had a lot of projects you know that you were working on before again the baby stuff and all the pandemic and all that stuff is there anything else that you got you have going on or coming up um i'm just that- coming out of um parental leave so um you know i'm i'm i uh nothing huge right now but I, i'll let you guys know when the next fun thing drops but you know dark side of the ring i there yeah. i can't i can't really divulge what they're doing but they're doing something really cool uh, sort of, um, I wouldn't say spinoff, but like a, a sort of um, extension of what they've been doing that I think everybody's going to really, really dig. And hopefully that allows me to do another, you know, bunch of confidential shows with them. No, because those confidential shows really, like, I don't know, like that, like those dark side of the rings are behind the scenes, but these are behind, behind the scenes. I mean, I don't think I came on with you, but like to spend my work hours talking and like you know looking through wrestling footage like in my work hours you know like that mm-hmm. was such a thrill right to you know i was like on the phone with like vice lawyers talking about like you know i really if anything you can do i really need that scaffold match um between the midnights and and the road work <laughs> like, that was like a work call for me right right you can do you know, like, that yeah oh no no not that one the one where jim Cornette falls and breaks his leg yeah that one yeah if you guys could hear <laughs> that for me like that would be huge and like you know oh uh, yeah that, I, I that's a good photo but i want like a really bloody bruiser brody photo you know like those were my work calls and like i got to talk to phil napolitano like the, mm-hmm. the famous wrestling photographer and like Obviously, Jericho hosted the special, so I got to hang out with him awesome. uh, in Florida at the height of the pandemic, which is crazy. But um, <laughs> uh, it was, I mean, for me, obviously, you know, um, my, my deal with wrestling since 1986. So, like, that was such a thrill to be like, I'm talking about Gino Hernandez for work. Like, get out of here. Right. right. No, I feel like, I don't know. There are just, like, I don't know. Like, the stories that you pick are just these stories that well, they I think, pick. Oh, I'm yeah, not, I don't make the docs. I make the, the, you know, 
I do have to clarify that. I want to give them all the credit. They make the documentaries. I just uh, talk about it. With, uh, no, with but I mean, like, I don't know. Yes. But for someone like you that like grew up with like new new Dino Bravo, Gino Hernandez, like I don't know, like this is kind of like I don't know, like a born like a born role for you. Yeah, it was all. And then I always learned something too, because like the set, you know, the last season they did a bunch of stories that I didn't even know. But you know, like they did like all that sort of death match. Yeah, I knew nothing about that. I knew nothing about that, but it's all super interesting. And like the first season had like the that like that like um, hokey UWF, not not like Jim Ross UWF, but like right. that UWF that happened and that took place in Vegas and stuff. Like I didn't really know that much about that, and so you know I always learn something, which I'm always down in terms of wrestling to like add to my encyclopedic knowledge, and then all and then again just to like spend my work hours talking about um you know the new jack yeah. yeah new jack throwing a dude you know almost <laughs> slicing uh, uh mass transit's head off it's just <laughs> ridiculous it just makes no sense and it's just it's just funny how life works i know that's awesome yeah for those of you who don't know again check out dark side of the ring confidential um on vice again and and our good friend Ange was the showrunner which i'm not even sure what a showrunner is it was a very important person um when it comes to the show um he's like kind of... <laughs> uh you know, I'm like Nick Sirianni on that. Okay, there you go. The Nick Sirianni. With a better beard. That dude shaves his beard all wrong, and it's hard for me to root for him. He yeah. shaves it on the jaw, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't he hasn't figured out the uh, the how to how to work the Philly beard quite yet. But he's only been here, you know, a short time, so he'll figure uh, it out. They made the playoffs. So I mean, you want to can we talk NFL draft for like a minute, and then I'm gonna sure, go. Sure, go give, give me because I know you're I know you're a draft guy. Give you, me the you guys. want a linebacker, right? Give, give me the give me the every guy. year. Give me, Every give me, year, give me a linebacker. I want a linebacker. Every team. I mean, look, the Eagles won a Super Bowl, so it cuts my argument. You know, uh, it, it cuts into my argument a lot. But like, to me, every team is success. All the all the successful teams have like insane linebackers. Like the Steelers, every year, Bobby Wagner for like a decade on the Seahawks. Like during Legion of Boom, like he, you know, to me, even though Dallas hasn't made the playoffs in in a decade, like to me, their linebackers are crazy, and they always kill the Eagles. And it's just like we're we're got like rookie free agents and like Davion Taylor. It's like <laughs> and teams run all over us. So you know, I, I love obviously Hassan Reddick. I'm a Temple guy. You got you know that's right. That's right. That that got me super excited. And and um, we'll see if this dude sticks, Kaiser White, because the last like six free agent linebackers have either like quit before training camp or retired <laughs> or gotten traded and you know and then started for the team they got traded to. So. Um, he, I, I just think um, it's enough already. Like, give me a big first or second round linebacker, like a, like just like a monster there. Give me a name. Give me a name. Give me a name. Uh, I've read some things about like people are on the fence about Devin White. Okay. So I, I I'm kind of off him just because some people have turned me off to to him. But like, I mean, if you watch any Georgia, which I didn't watch too much, but you watch the national championship, if you don't want Nicobe Dean like on your right. team. That, that, that'd be so I mean, he's from the SEC, and they know how to like. I don't know, uh, yeah. put out guys. So sorry. Um, so that would uh, here's my here's my um, as Jody Mack would say, Stone Cold Mortal Lock, or actually that's <laughs> Howard Eskin. Um, I they're not going to make all three of those picks. They're going to trade something to get into 2020 to get capital for 2023, so they can get one of those quarterbacks, whatever. But I 
think with one of those picks, one of those two Georgia defensive tackles will be an Eagle. That's, Ooh, my, that's my prediction. You got, your, you got your prediction from Andrew Garson. Be an, everybody thinks it's going to be an end or like Tyler Lindenbaum, the center. Like, right, right. It's not going to be any of those guys. Or I would want Sauce Gardner. Oh, Sauce will be nice. If he's, if he's there, Sauce will be nice too. But uh, you got you got your you got your football insight, you got your basketball insight, and your wrestling insight. I do it all. And your burger insight. And your I burger insight. All, Again, Andrew Goldstein, thank you, man, for joining us. We appreciate Thanks it. A lot, Andrew. Thank you, guys. Enjoy WrestleMania. And, uh, you know, we'll talk in a few months. Yeah, we'll chat soon. Definitely. Thanks, guys. See you. All right, that was our conversation with uh, Andrew Goldstein. Again, former WWE writer involved in all sorts of things wrestling. Um, joining us on the show again. So we have a few minutes left. So let's just kind of run down, not the entire WrestleMania card, because there's a lot of trash the, matches on this. All the matches that matter. The matches that matter on the on the WrestleMania card. Um, I guess we'll save the big match. Let's do the women first. Let's do the women's matches. Yeah. Uh, the, the women's title matches, uh, I should say, first. So you have Ronda Rousey v. Charlotte Flair for the Ronda title. Ronda Rousey, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ronda Rousey, I guess. Yeah, because sure, why not? I, I, yeah, again, no, this, like, this has no juice. No, no juice. And I, I have a feel like, I, like, what the the problem of this is if Ronda Rousey wins, when Bailey comes back, she's going to get such a pop, and it's going to get the reverse reaction that 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 the the company wants. They yeah. want Ronda Rousey. No, I feel this is very Roman Reigns esque, mm-hmm. where like they're just force feeding Ronda Rousey down everyone's throat. She's a great, like I don't know, athlete, but she's got nothing, nothing. So. This might be like I don't know. Like, is there a Sixers game on on Sunday or something? Or like, no, there's nothing. Yeah, Saturday on probably is. Yeah. Oh, oh, Saturday. Oh, this might be the one time I actually turn onto the Final Four. Ooh, we got Final Four action out of you. All right, uh, really quick. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair. I think Bianca Belair gets her WrestleMania yes, back again. Two years in a row, Russell, she's a victorious WrestleMania. She wins. Seth freaking Rollins versus TBA. I think we all assume Cody Rhodes. Again, uh, Ange threw in a little the swerve that's possibly Elias. I will throw in the possibility of Shane O'Mac and his Jordans coming back because he's supposed to be in town. Um, but I think it will eventually. I think it will be Cody Rhodes. Is that, yeah, is that what you're Yeah, it'll be thinking? Cody. All right, so we got Cody Rhodes in that one. The rest of that card is kind of, you know, on Monday night, the Monday card. It's either here nor there. I still don't think we're getting a match between Owens and Austin. We're going to get a stunner and a beer, and that's fine. That's all I need. That's no, all I, I need. feel like I don't know. You're going to get – you're gonna get us um a, whatever over us the diff the in between a segment and a match, like I yeah. don't know like like it, no you know what an altercation yes yeah a dust up a kerfuffle but of course that there's a reason why this is coming all last because when that glass pops it's in Texas people yeah. like when Ko came out with a bald bald like like shower cap people went crazy so yeah. just imagine what sixty thousand or whoever's in that stadium on night one's gonna do. No, that night one, the crowd's going to go nuts when that happens. And, again, all reports are saying that's going to go last, which it should go last. Because, yeah. again, people will literally leave the building um, once that once that happens. <laughs> um, on Sunday, I think that, that women's tag match is going to be an underrated banger. I think it's actually going to be a pretty uh, no, decent match. No, no, no. Like, this is, like, I, I think that's, like, you're, you're going to call me crazy, but I think that match and I think the McAfee Theory match ha- – no, you, you know what? Like, I don't know. I don't think we asked Ange the question. Like, I don't know. Are there too many celebrity matches? I think there's one too many. That Logan Paul match is awful. I don't care about it. Like I don't know. Like, oh, maybe I'm not the demo for that. I don't care about Logan Paul. I do care about the Johnny Knoxville because he was born to like throw his body into into harm's way. So he'll do something crazy. I think Pat McAfee will. I don't know. Like oh, like over 
exceed except like expectations. So like I, I mean, it, it's just I think there are too many. I think there's one too many. All right, we got like a minute left, so let's just kind of fast forward. Champion v champion, Lesnar reigns UWWE champion versus the Universal Champion. Winner takes all. I think it's going to be Reigns. I don't know when the build to WrestleMania 39 begins um, with either The Rock or Seth Rollins, but I think Roman Reigns, again, as Ann said, holds both belts up, points to the sign, and that's how everything goes off Sunday night at 10.30. Yes, because I don't. there's not enough stuff out there for The Rock to come out, so I don't think he comes out. I think they give Roman this moment. Like, I don't know. Like, we're like, I don't know. We're like, it, it says copy by, like, I don't know, like right. TM, uh, WWE 2022 WWE Entertainment. And he, has, right. and he has that moment where, like, Daniel Bryan had that moment in 2014. Right. So this is Ro- – because Roman hasn't had a WrestleMania moment. No, he hasn't had a WrestleMania moment. This is going to be his WrestleMania moment. We will talk all about about all the WrestleMania moments. Uh, we'll be we'll be tweeting it live um, both <laughs> Saturday and Sunday until Chris Domingo turns on that, that uh, Carolina Duke game. Um, but, again, follow us on Twitter at SKD215 is Chris's handle. I'm at the BS line. Come catch us next weekend, same bat time, same bat channel, wherever you get your podcast uh, for the next edition of the Broad Street Line. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. On a day without migraine, my whole body feels free, and I'm ready for takeoff. With Viapti, Eptinezumab JJMR, powerful migraine prevention is possible. Viapti is proven to reduce monthly migraine days through month three, so making and keeping my travel plans is a whole lot easier. Don't take if allergic to Viapti. Common side effects are allergic reactions, stuffy nose, and scratchy throat. Allergic reactions include rash, swelling, trouble breathing, hives, and redness of the face. Tell your healthcare provider if you have any side effect that bothers you or that does not go away. All my bags are packed and I'm ready to go. Talk to your healthcare provider today to see if Viapti could be your ticket to more migraine-free days. Tap the ad or visit Viapti.com for more information and the full prescribing information. That's Viapti. V-Y-E-P-T-I dot com.